Well, folks, welcome to One More Edition of Politics and Right. I'm Egberto Wiljahos. Thank you so kind for being part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. Today, it's with a heavy heart that I think I'm going to dedicate most of the show to the uh, Israeli-Gaza-Palestinian issue. I think the responsible thing for us to do is to start putting pressure on our government to stop the complicity in, in, and put in the lives of innocent Americans now in danger. Uh, we have to get serious, and I think we have to be honest, and I think we have to be logical, and I think we have to do this carefully, measuredly, etc. All right, folks, uh, let's see. We have, welcome aboard Lee Grant. Welcome aboard Lee Grant from Montgomery County, Eric, Eric Hayes from uh, uh, Kingwood, Texas, Bridge MCP from upstate New York. Uh, let's see, we also have AVQ in the house. We have, uh, who else? We, oh, we have, a, we have a slow beginning. We have a slow beginning. Let's, let's get more people in. I think all the emailers went out. As so, uh, look, pretty soon we're going to have... A, this thing where as soon as the program comes up, you get a text message for those who people who want to get a text message when it signs up. Because uh, a lot of times, because of the subjects that we cover, we get throttled to the smithereens, which means, yeah, Big Brother is saying we have our own loyalties as opposed to saying we have American loyalty. We have to be careful. We have to be careful. But... <laughs> Biden is talking. I think Biden is, well, I don't think on this one, Biden is absolutely wrong. Uh, I'm going to bring a few things up shortly that I think we have to ask ourselves. You know, um, I think I think this on on unfettered support for whatever Israel does. Unfettered support for whatever Israel does is a danger. But more importantly, I honestly think one of the problems is when we look at Israel and how Israel responds and what Israel is doing, uh, have us looking in the mirror. And I mean that genuinely. What we are seeing, the horror that most Americans are seeing, that most Americans are experiencing right now, when they see those dead babies in Gaza. And, you know, I shouldn't have to say that what Palestinians have done is terrible. I shouldn't have to say that what Hamas, I meant Hamas, I hope I said Hamas, that what Hamas has done it's terrible, it's murder, it's, uh, it, it's terrorism, it's bad. All those things are true. It showed a, 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 an uncanny, uncanny in human, it, humanity. But what Israel is effecting on Hamas right now, what they are effecting on Hamas right now, has turned out to be orders of magnitude worse. And with a determined sense of revenge on evil 
in a collective fashion that forget about that not being um, according to international law. I haven't read the international law in this aspect, but I do know that the suffering of 10,000 that are now dead in Gaza, I mean, it's got to have, it had to have been a violation of law, just like the 10,000 Panamanians dead, but we selectively enforce, we selectively enforce what is evil and what is not. And until we go ahead and be honest, but you see, it's hard to be honest or it's easy to be honest, but it's hard to look at yourself when Israel looks at you and says, wait a minute, don't tell us not to kill all these civilians. When uh, for the 13, uh, the 2300 Americans that got killed in 1911, that were murdered in 1911, that were terroristically murdered in 19, uh, in, uh, in 20, uh, in, uh, you know, 11, don't, 9-11, don't say, Remember your reaction to the United States? Remember what you did in Afghanistan and how many innocents died in Afghanistan? Remember what you did, United States? Remember how many hundreds of thousands of innocent Iraqis died when you used the excuse of a terrorist attack to get an ulterior goal? And guess what? With this one massacre in Israel, this one massacre, Israel is killing two birds with one stone. Just like we went ahead and carpet bombed and did so much damage in Afghanistan right after our 9-11 attacks. Then we created, we, th then we used the terrorist attack as a straw person to get something else. And the something else we got was the defeat and the destruction of the Iraqi army and to get rid of Saddam Hussein. And the, the second motive that Israel is using right now is pretty much to make Gaza irrelevant, make Gaza so miserable for life that people just leave. And we've heard different prime ministers say that. They've actually articulated that. They actually have maps that show the Israel absent Gaza. With all the folks in Gaza thrown into the Sinai, the Egyptian Sinai. So this is not something we're just making up or pulling out of the air. This is why Netanyahu won't stop. This is why the war criminal Netanyahu would not stop. One, uh, he shares the same, the same evil within Hamas. It lives within Netanyahu. The same spirit of revenge. In the case of Hamas, using the occupied territories, using the attack on Palestinians uh, by, by settlers, using the acquisition of land in Palestine by just throwing people out. They are using that 
as their reason for revenge, just like uh, Netanyahu is using the terrorist event for revenge and justification. You know? So, as we look at this situation, if we just let it go, if we just follow and say, let it go for the fear right now, what the Israeli governor, including Ambassador Regev and all others are attempting to do is they're trying to silence the opposition by assuming or making, making going under the pretext that criticizing what Netanyahu is doing, the obscenity, the terrorism that Netanyahu is effecting on Gaza right now. They want to assume that anybody who becomes critical of that is somehow anti-Semitic. Don't fall for it. Just show the pictures. Just shows the dead bodies of children mutilated by the bombs they claim are there to cover tunnels. Forget it. If you are there claiming you want to kill the tunnels, you want to get rid of all these places where Hamas can make war against you. Israel is a sophisticated, uh, has a sophisticated military itself that it need not worry about that. The Iron Dome prevented all these rockets from coming into Gaza. It wasn't the rockets that did them. It, it's that they got laxed on their, uh, on their border and allowed those uh, that made it easy for terrorists to come into their land. And, in the pro and, and by the way, terrorists coming into the land, <laughs> well, I'm not going to get into the exact creation of, uh, of uh, this part of Israel, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But understand that they are using the terrorist attack as a method with an with, with a foreign ulterior method. <clears throat> and again, why is it that our government, who just voted $14 billion for Israel, will not clamp Israel down? You want $14 billion for assistance in shoring yourself up? We'll give you $14 billion. But we don't give you $14 billion so that you drop the bombs you buy from us on innocent civilians. You don't, you don't use American taxpayer dollars, American taxpayer dollars to hurt, maim, kill, murder Palestinians. You don't do that. Michael Rodney says, Egberto, you and I are given, live in a privileged position of not having to worry about rockets shooting overhead or terrorists invading our lands. I've talked to Israeli Jews and sympathized with their worries. I don't support genocide, but I don't have a good solution for their concerns. I do have a good solution for their concerns. We have, look, let's, let's be clear here. I, I just like you have uh, Jewish, uh, uh, Israeli Jews who tell you that I, I have Jewish folks who advise as well. And let me tell you what solutions are. 
It's not about not thinking about the position that they're in. Netanyahu is using, Netanyahu is putting a fear in them that has been mitigated. You take a, I mean, all you have to do, Mr. Rudnan, is take a look at, take pictures of Gaza and take pictures of Tel Aviv, take pictures of Haifa, take pictures of Jerusalem, take pictures everywhere. Take the body count before the 1,400 people were murdered and take the body count that is occurring in Gaza right now. Again, you don't have to even know the history, and the history is not all that clean for Israel. But you don't have to know the history. Just look at the results. Just look at the carnage. Just look at those who are suffering. If I have friends, I would, I would have a cup of coffee with my Jewish friends and say, put yourself in the position of the standard, basic Palestinian person. How would you want them to react? How would you want them to react? Please tell me. And when, Dr. Rudnan, when you talk about we live in a privileged position, as a, for, as a Panamanian expatriate, as a Panamanian, as somebody, a naturalized American citizen from Panama, please, please don't tell me that I'm speaking from a position of privilege. When I lived through my parents lived, my father lived through the invasion of Panama by the United States military when in the process of hunting down Manuel Antonio Noriega for selling drugs to Americans because that was the pretext. The reality is he didn't do what the CIA wanted him to do. But in that process to get this one guy, we annihilated a communi several communities that were never a threat to the United States. Colón, Cuartel Nacional en Colón, Cuartel Nacional for Noriega in Chorrillo, and the Cuartel Nacional, as I understand, in David, Chiriqui. I do understand. I do understand when an external force comes in and murders innocent people on false pretenses. Now, it is true, it is horrendous that we had 1,400 dead Israeli innocent citizens by terrorists, the Hamas terrorists. It's true. But what do you call the purported civilized army that goes in and carpet bombs a, a, an entire area? Please, I'm asking you to suspend the politics. I'm asking you to suspend the ideology. I'm asking you to suspend hate on all sides. Suspend the hate on all sides. And just look at numbers. 10,000 in this new event, 10,000 Palestinians dead, 1,400 
uh, Israeli uh, citizens by terrorists, and now whichever soldiers are being killed as they invade Gaza. Please tell me. I think the solution is simple. Protect your borders, Israel, and go hunt the people down the way you hunted them down in Iran, the way you hunted them down elsewhere. They're not going to be in the tunnels forever. And as they come out of the tunnels, you wipe them out. But while they're in their tunnels, let them stay in their tunnels. They can't do any damage to you while they're in their tunnels. But even if, if some of them slip out and cause a few damage, some damage slipping out of these tunnels, it still will not be equivalent to the tens to the thousands of people that are dead because you're carpet bombing to the destruction of civilization in Gaza that likely will not be rebuilt for decades. It's inhumane. It is inhumane. War is stupid. We practice it as American citizens far too often for far too many lives to enrich just a few. I mean, is that so hard to comprehend? So I repeat to my brother, Dan, uh, to my brother uh, uh, Rudnan, I get it. I am empathetic to the Palestinians and I am empathetic to the Israelis. To both. Egberto, Rudnan says, Egberto, I know your history. You're told that, you told that show history so many times. Sorry to make you relive it, even for a moment. But what was decades ago? It's not, it, that was decades ago. It's not current situation. There is 200 hostages still being held. And do you think that killing more Palestinians are going to give you those hostages? As things go, there is a five to one pattern of Palestinian for Jewish killed by the other side, which only serves to radicalize next terrorists. I agree. You're right. This is why I keep saying I don't have a good solution. The good solution is for Israel to act in a humane manner. The good solution is for us to tell Israel since that since Netanyahu is incapable of doing the humane thing. Let him know that we, the taxpayers of America, will not fund the murder of Palestinians. We won't do it. We won't fund the murder of Palestinians. That is what we have to do. I mean, I, I can't grasp. I honestly... I can't grasp uh, how, you know, how another country, how America, after our history, because remember, like I said, too often looking at Israel and how Israel is, what Israel is doing, looks so much like us. What Israel is doing in Gaza looks so much like what we've done in Haiti, like what we've done in Panama, like what we've done in Granada, like what we've done in 
in in in in in third world country after third world country after third world country where the humanity of the people doesn't matter we go out there for accomplish a goal if we have to blow up innocent uh people citizens of whatever country we invade so be it but but one american dies one israeli dies it's the end can you not see that can we not see that? Can we not break the cycle? When are we going to break the cycle? You know, we've always said they hate us because of our freedom. I always thought that was the most silly statement to make. They don't hate us because of our freedom. They hate us because of what we do. They hate us because we are all over the place. And when one is all over the place, one creates enemies. But you can do, there are alternative ways of operating. And uh, to, to the chagrin of many, guess who understands that? China does. When we go into, when our capitalist system go into a state, whenever our capitalist system go into any country, we first, we, we don't even imply that we're doing something good for them. We demand. You know what China does? China goes into countries and they build things that people can see. They build things that make people's lives better. Right? If you doubt it, check out the, the, the freeway system, the new freeway system being built in Jamaica. Funded by China. Okay? Check out country after country. We can stay and live an insular life. And just say because we are a democracy, because we are, an, are, are America, that everything is just fine. We can say that. But saying it does not make it true. Saying it doesn't make it true. And while we are loud, while we preach about our freedoms, while we preach about being the, the existential country, while we preach about being, while we preach about uh, we are the, the, the ultimate we are the exceptional country. You know what other powers are doing? They are living themselves where others look not at America as exceptional, but at them as exceptional. And until we get that, until we understand that, okay, it is, it is, it is very, very dangerous. For all of us as Americans, because what we do, what Israel does under American funded funding will be cast as American. That genocide that Netanyahu is effecting on Gaza right now, that is now going to be thrown onto we, the people of the United States. And the next time some some terrorist attack occurs on us. We're going to be saying, why do they hate us? They hate our freedom. To which I repeat and I say, no, they don't. They don't hate us. I can tell you categorically, go anywhere in the world and absent the United States government. Forget about the United States government. When it comes to the American culture, the American people, 
what Americans represent in their grandiosity from from music to science to all these other things. People revere. People revere it. But there's that other side. There's a government side and there's a business capitalist side that runs the government and instructs the military to effect its evil. And unfortunately, because America is not, a, 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 we, we no longer teach civics, we no longer teach world history, what's occurring around the world. Americans just believe everything that comes out of the mouth of their politicians or the mouth of the TV, etc., etc. That's all. So they are lied to consistently. And when you have a truth teller like myself, that everything that I've said today, you can look it up and you'll find that absolutely all that I have said today is based entirely on reality, on facts. And what do we do? We continue to watch day by day. You know, when I, when I hear Blinken go on to TV and say, when he sees the dead Palestinian child and he sees the dead Israeli child, he sees his own. That was such an embarrassing statement. That was such an embarrassing statement. Because if my kid is in ultimate danger and I have the power to stop that which is putting my kid in danger. That's what I would do. So you ask Blinken, hey, Secretary of State Blinken, are you going to tell Israel, not ask Israel, are you going to tell Israel to stop the killing now? Stop killing those kids that you say, when you see them, you see them in the eyes of your kids. Tell Israel to stop killing them. Are you going to do that? I doubt it. Are you going to tell them that I've sent the monies, I've sent them doing that, you won't fund them? I doubt it. I doubt it. Again, I doubt it. It is sad that those people who claim to value life so much that those who claim to value life so much can watch 10,000 dead Palestinian, 4,000 dead Palestinian children and somehow say, well, Hamas made us do it. Hamas made us do it. Bridge MCP says, how a special force cosplay brand sparked a panic Delta Force troops had been out outed in Israel. The group previously went to Ukraine. U.S. Special Forces are in Israel on the Gaza border. Rather, Delta units, there is mounting evidence that the U.S. is directly involved in the genocide in Palestine. Oh, my God. I, I, uh, Daily Dot, is that a reputable arg? Is that a reputable arg? Let me know that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Melissa Bowie said, let's call a spade a spade. Israel dropped them people on Palestine and has been gerrymandering ever since. Now, now nothing left but the Gaza Strip. If you look at the map, it is clear what they want, that they want the land. I mean, take a look at what the, the West Bank looks like. 
The West Bank is checkered with settlements. And what do a lot of these settlers do but kill or, or maim? Look at what they're doing right now. Look at what they're doing right now. Lee Grant says, how do tell Hamas to cease fire? They've just promised more. Pro you can't tell Hamas is a terrorist group. Israel is a country. There are two different ways of fighting a war. It's a terrorist country. I mean, a terrorist, a, a terrorist entity. You don't, a country doesn't fight it by blowing up innocent people with the expectation that you'll get one or two. Egberto, media fact check. Overall, we rate Daily Dot bias based on editorial position that mostly favor the left. We also rate them high for factual reporting due to proper sourcing and clean fact check record. Well, then it's, it's correct because uh, media bias check also rate me as rate EgbertoWillis.com as highly factual as well. So I, I trust what comes out of them. But left bias, there's nothing wrong with something being left bias at all. All right, uh, let's see what else we got here. Haider uh, Syed says, Zionists do not see kids. They consider them subhuman. It means nothing to them. And you know what, Syed? You don't have to say that for any Israeli, uh, Israeli um, uh, Defense Force spokesperson. They actually came out and said it. They came on MSNBC and called the Palestinians animals. Okay, they were they, they then try to coax it and say Hamas, but they also called Palestinians animals. That was the Israeli uh, Defense Force, the IDF. Again, we're separating these criminals from our Jewish brothers and sisters, from our Israeli brothers and sisters. We have to not allow. We have to be able to not allow ourselves to conflate the two. Now, there will be a lot of folks attempting to say when we talk about these issues, they will try to force us to conflate the two. I will not allow that to conflate the two. I will just say, look at the dead bodies. That's all. Look at the dead bodies. Anyway, folks, I am taking calls. 281-823-7747. Uh, I'm taking calls. 281-823-7747. I would love to hear from anyone who wants to, uh, to, to either agree with what I'm saying or want to refute something that I've said. Anybody who wants to refute anything that I've said, I will be very civil. I'd love to hear from you. 281-823-7747. Let's discuss it. Do you think I'm wrong? Do you think I'm wrong for the stance that I took or I'm taking? Do you think I'm wrong? You know, what's interesting is I won't say this on air at KPFT 90.1 FM Houston. I can say just about anything at that station. But one of the reasons I don't bring this up is because I only have one hour a day there. And, and, and the amount of commotion that it will create would detract from the social justice work, the economic justice work, the criminal justice work that I am actually concentrating on as an activist. But no activist of what, no whatever ilk should stay silent as kids are blown to pieces day after day after day after day. It is said that a Palestinian kid is dying 
every 10 minutes. Every 10 minutes. So please, please. There will be an Ask Egberto uh, anything this week. And let me put the link on the screen. Uh, I am glad. Thank you very much for uh, for asking. I mean, for reminding me to put that on the screen. I'm going to put that on the screen right now. We are having an Ask Egberto anything Zoom this weekend. It's the first weekend of the month. Ask Egberto anything. Go to uh, uh, politicsdoneright.com slash ask Egberto. Politicsdoneright.com slash ask Egberto. Come on, give me a call. Uh, it is 281-823-7747. I would love to hear anybody who wants to comment on this issue about what I'm saying. Uh, but he says someone on the right who hides behind the keyboard, they think you are wrong here. Cowards, call in. I, I, I'm pretty sure, you know, I, I, let, let, let's go ahead. I want to play a quick video. We've got to answer a call for the car right now. But Amen, listen to Amen Mohayadeh. Former Ambassador Mark Regev, I think he was the ambassador in uh, the UK. And now he's an advisor to Netanyahu. He's doing the rounds all over TV. And he goes on and he says that uh, when asked about the slaughter that has occurred in Gaza, the amount of dead children, 3,000 plus so far, was asked, um, you know, isn't Israel going to create more terrorists by by doing that, by the unmitigated slaughter of these people, by bombing them into the ground? And, uh, you know, he was flippant about it and he said, what Israel is doing is protecting its land. He called the people who killed the 1,400 Israelis justifiably savages, criminals, killers. But I think it is time for him to look in the mirror for those who are affecting the, the killings, a lot more killings than what's, what occurred in Israel. I think it's time for him to look at it. Let's listen to this exchange between Amen Mohayadeen and um, the host of uh, the, the program here, because I, I think it is instructive for those who just are flippant about it. Check this out. We'll take it on the other side. Images that you see are just uh, wrenching and those are the lucky ones. Yeah. I mean, there's a huge question about how you even begin to choose when you have suffering in the order of magnitude that we have heard happening in Gaza. We know that uh, Jabalia refugee camp, uh, IDF launched a strike on that refugee camp. There are 116,011 refugees registered there. Hundreds were injured in the Israeli airstrike. Um, Israel said they killed a Hamas commander, Ibrahim Biari, in that in that strike. Um, the United Nations is saying that the attack on that refugee camp could amount to a war crime. Amen. One of many allegations that I've made throughout the course of the past several days. And here's why. Um, in part, because if you look at the way the bombardment has been taking place across the Gaza Strip, nowhere, and I mean nowhere, is safe. Israel told people to move to the south. The south was bombed. They have taken shelter in certain places like a church. The church was bombed. In a refugee camp where people think they might be safe, they're bombed. So at the end of the day, the challenge that has become very apparent in what international lawyers and human rights organizations are talking about is proportionality and to what extent you expect the people in this camp 
to be aware of what is happening to them or what is happening underneath them at any given mo- moment. If you are, uh, uh, you know, on the face of it, accepting the Israeli argument that they were doing this to target uh, a single individual. But keep in mind, and we've seen this, we've seen surveillance video of, of home cameras. And I had this on my show over the weekend where a young boy was just standing adjacent to a building. The building gets knocked out and ultimately the child uh, is buried underneath the rubble. And that's why people use the term collective punishment, because you are not aware of who else is in your vicinity at any given moment, right? And Israel says that they warn people and they tell people to leave. In some cases, it's five minutes. Some cases, um, it's a phone call. They've been dropping leaflets. But people feel like they don't have anywhere to go that is safe. We've spoken to a lot of people. For example, Wa'alid Dahdouh, the Al Jazeera Arabic uh, bureau chief whose family was killed. He heeded Israel's warnings. He moved his family out of the northern part of the Gaza Strip. He moved them to the southern part below the specific line that they told him to. And what happened? The building next to where his family was seeking refuge was targeted by Israel, and he lost his wife, a daughter, a son, and a grandson. It is a story that is repeating itself time and time again every day throughout this war, that innocent people, civilians, men, women, and children, elderly, are paying the price, and there is no single safe space in the entire Gaza Strip. Yeah, if you focus just on the lives of children who have been lost, 3,600 children reportedly killed. Again, that's from the Palestinian health authorities. Right. Uh, Which would be the equivalent of 200,000 American children killed in the span of three weeks. I mean, we, t- we sometimes kind of think, oh, 3,000, maybe that is a proportional number for what has happened. But to put it in perspective, as the PCRF, the, Pilgrim, the Palestinian Children's Relief Fund uh, founder told me this weekend on my show, that would be the equivalent of 216,000 American children killed in the span of three weeks. All right. So, I mean, that that makes it clear. I mean, it, it's amazing when we're talking justifiably about the fourteen hundred Israelis who died. We made it clear that it was it was an abomination, that it was equivalent to several nine elevens that we had. That's what they said. They made it clear it was several nine elevens. But now Amen Mohayadin had to make it clear that, wait a minute, when it comes to the dead Palestinians, it's way, it's, it's equivalent to not just many 9-11s, but many of this terroristic attack that occurred on Israel. Balance, honesty, humanity, these are the things that are lacking. Bridge says, the people of Northern Ireland and Ireland more silent are just as furious as you, Egberto, because we lived through it. When in recent times has the U.S. been at war within the U.S.? 9-11 doesn't count. They have no clue. Uh, Michael Ronin says, conservatives in the chat can't seem to keep three truths in their heads. Israel continues its re- religious apartheid state. What Hamas did was terrorist attack. Hostages must be considered. And I add a fourth. The fourth is, and what Israel is doing in Gaza right now is the definition of genocide. They are carpet bombing that entire place to make it unlivable to ensure that by force they take the people out of northern Gaza, yet shrinking the effective size of Gaza. And again, that that brings them one bit closer to simply disabling the possibility of a two-state solution. I mean, it's clear. It's, it's absolutely clear, and anybody who wants to see it can see it. 
Okay? Melissa says, again, no one condones Hamas. Melissa Bowie, the, the, that doesn't justify what's happening now. Melissa, you nailed it. Um, Melissa also said, Nazi room is on Fox. Please move to the left, Lado. It, 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 it's amazing. It's amazing, right? <sighs> uh, Michael says, Bridge, when you mentioned earlier that 400 getting out, I'm trying to find the info. New York Times from earlier today, Israeli attackers took about 240 hostages. Here's what to know about them. The country's military said 242 had been taken hostage during the Hamas incursion. Just four have been released. One has been re-rescued. Zionist does not want a single Palestinian on the land. You know, in other words, after the, you know, what I let me tell you what what I I, I get and I, I'll I'll try to be as sensitive as possible the way I say this. Netanyahu would have you believe or not would have you believe, but Netanyahu's folks I believe and I don't know about Netanyahu personally went through the Holocaust, one of the biggest evil that had occurred on humanity. Of course, let's remember that there was also chattel slavery, which I think uh, was was one of those really, well, we'll we, won't, we, don't, we won't add another subject. But when you look at the Holocaust, one, an empathetic person, that would make one, in my opinion, say, well, I know what it feels like. I understand what it feels like when just for who you are, just because you're you're subhuman, you're less than human. That's how they, they would envision you. That's how they will have people treat you. That you would understand that working with other human beings like that is a non-starter. You would think that, right? You would think that. And that's what makes what Netanyahu and the IDF is doing not only suspect, not only evil, but genocide. They know what they're doing. They absolutely know what they are doing. And America uh, continues to be Biden. I am very, very, very disappointed in Biden hugging Netanyahu, tying Netanyahu and all the Congress people and senators in Congress right now. Who, because, uh, who knows why that they are all they are seeing is Israel has the right to defend itself. You bet your life Israel has the right to defend itself and it must defend itself. But just as well, Israel does not have the right for unmerciless killing of innocent civilians. And as we continue to condone and condone and condone and condone that. All Americans are in jeopardy now. Even those of us who are standing up for the truth, standing up for humanity, all of us are in danger. When I fly to Panama, I will be concerned now of revenge. When I fly anywhere in this country, I will now be concerned. You know why? Because Biden hugged Netanyahu and said that they'll get. A 100% support by the United States, no matter what. No matter what.
And the next time a big terrorist attack occurs. Yes, Biden is in big trouble. You're absolutely right, Lee Grant. Biden is not in big trouble over this. Biden is in huge trouble. Biden and his people have their heads up their asses, not understanding that it's not just your left wing progressive like the squad and all those guys that really believe in humanity that's pissed off. There are a lot of other Americans that don't like to call themselves progressives, but they really are, but don't like to call themselves that way. They are just as upset. They can't believe it. Melissa Blue says, this reminds me of the Pharaoh that wanted to kill the firstborn of every family for wanting to be free. Only now they want every bloodline gone. We got to do better. 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 Um, I had another subject to cover today on uh, Mike Johnson, the, the new MAGA speaker of the House, Mike Johnson. And um, but we've only got about 11 minutes left. So I'd love to get a call. 281-823-7747. Again, that number is 281-823-7747. Bruce says none of this could have happened without the U.S. writing Israel a blank check and an atrocities amount of an atrocious amount of military aid. Bruce, you're so right. Bruce, you are so right. And the thing about it is that the damage has already occurred, right? How do we atone for this? Yeah, look out, Africa is right. The only difference with Africa is we have some other players in Africa now. Both China and Russia are playing deeply into Africa, right? But um, my head hurts. The pain that I feel for the dead babies. And for those who can't feel that pain, uh, you know, I don't, I'm not talking about the false pain. Blinken going out there and, oh, but Israel have a right to defend itself and all that crap means nothing. Biden, there's, there's nothing Biden can tell me right now. Nothing Biden can tell me right now that will have me supporting, first of all, funding uh, Israel to continue the murder of Palestinians. There's nothing they could say. Uh, you know, and, and again, I, I, I thought twice before coming out with this stance, right? But how can you be human? How can you believe in humanity? If you don't use every platform we have to tell this story, how can you? Luckily, I've got uh, two major platforms and I can't, I, will, I, I still will respect uh, the bias at KPFT where it comes to this subject. I don't want to create unnecessary, I, I, there, there, there's enough drama that I don't want to create enough and any more drama than, than, than required. But with the platform we have here, which for all practical purposes, when, when, when podcast is included, is much larger than the platform at KPFT, we get the job done. Said says, uh, Michael Runner, Jerusalem had Jews, Muslims, and Christians. Yes, there were no issues until the Zionists came. I think there's some, uh, well, 
I, I think that you can look, you can read this subject, uh, you can read up about all of this subject. Very much so. Very much so. <sighs> but he says there are many Americans who are against this war, but against Hamas, the right camp seem to differentiate. I, I mean, look, critical thinking is, it, it, remember what the right does. The leadership of the right are just as smart as the left. Okay, they're just as smart. And, but they're too smart for their britches because the leadership on the right, as smart as they are, they are intent on keeping their followers less than smart. They're intent on making sure that their followers are unable to think critically. And they've been very successful at that thus far. Uh, Bruce says we could have we could all have free health care with all this money spent on killing machines. Imagine take away the monies that we provide to Ukraine. Take away the money that we're given to Israel. You know what we have? Health care for all. Think about that. Health care for all. But instead, we just kill. We just kill. We just kill. Guys, I, I would like I'd love to hear somebody's voice. Give me a call. Somebody call me. 281-823-7747. Give me a call. Somebody give me a call, please. 281-823-7747. I'm waiting. Come on. Give me a call. Somebody. I need to hear somebody's voice. 281-823-7747. I know on this platform everything is chat, 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 but I'd love somebody to call me. Come on. Somebody on the right. Want a call? Give me a call. 281. 823-7747. Eric says, Egberto, why are students... Uh, um, you know what we're talking about today. Um, let's see what else. I, I can't be the only one calling all the time. No, please let somebody call. Call somebody. Call. There are a lot of you on. Call. 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 281. 832-823-7747. ¿Quién tiene las pelotas para llamar? Llámame, por favor, porque sabe lo que está pasando aquí. Mi mente se está volviendo como si está como si es lava. Es, está tan caliente que no puedo pensar. Okay? My head is so hot right now. I need the pace of something to change. 281-823-7747. Four, seven. Would love to hear your voice. 281-823-7747. ¿Quién me llama? ¿Quién tiene las pelotas? All right, let's see. Uh, <laughs> uh, Egberto, you need to step away, babes. No, I can't step away. You know, Bridge, uh, those dead Palestinians, if we step away, we slip away. Call. Come on in, uh, Paul Fleming. Call. Call up. Uh, 281-823-7747. You know why, Bridge? You see those dead Palestinians? See those dead babies? Nobody's talking for them. You see when, you see when uh, those um, people cut their internet? cut their water, cut their food. They're hoping that there is enough ruckus being made, even as we can't communicate with them, that somehow somebody 
will be out there advocating for them. They also know that many who advocate for them will pay a price. Because like you see some of our right-wing brothers and sisters in here try to conflate Palestinians with Hamas, right? The innocent Palestinian civilians. And they will say, well, they don't like Israel either. If you throw somebody in a jail, if you restrict their every move, you have to expect that they're not going to like you, but that's not enough to, for them to kill you or for you to kill them. And generally speaking, Palestinians don't go out there killing Israelis and the Israeli citizens don't go out there killing Palestinians. Bridge MCP, how you doing, my beautiful lady? Hey, you. I figured I'd give you a call. We'll give you a break. Thank you. Talk to me. Tell me your story. Well, you know, it's funny because not being from this country originally, I think that many in the group, whether they're left or right, but mostly the right, they have never lived through a war. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about people who went to a war. I mean, living a war in your own country where, say, somebody surrounded Rhode Island and just said, it's mine. Mm -hmm. It's mine now. I'm going to take it or the whole Northeast, whatever. And then the entire country has to go to war over it. Then other countries come and help you. Meanwhile, they're bombing the heck out of it. Women, children, babies. I mean, all these things are going on in your own country. Like my mom said, and everyone yelled at it for her with 9-11. She said, oh, now the Americans will finally know what it's like to live in a war. And that was just, you know, 9-11. Yeah. That wasn't yeah. a war. There was nothing. I mean, it wasn't nothing. Don't get me wrong. It was. Mm -hmm. But that was just that. And then we blamed the wrong people. And it started a war in the wrong country. And look what happened. Right. But that was the only time Americans came together as a country. Yeah. But now they're not coming together. And they should be because you have to be able to say, yes, Eric, I know that we have people who went to war. You did not live through one in your own Texas. I'm just reading his post. Yeah. And you have to understand that just because you have empathy towards a people that are being bombed and have no place to go and Hamas, which they did not vote in, they were tricked into that. And 90 percent of them don't believe in Hamas. Mm -hmm. They all say, oh, they're with Hamas. Oh, they're just the same. Oh, does that mean they have to die? I mean, no. like Michael Rudman kept on trying to post this thing, and you, you didn't put it up there. But they were like, you bomb us, and we'll bomb you better. But we have bigger weapons, bigger this, more precise, more this. So it's like the Irish were. They're fighting with Molotov cocktails against the British Army. Yes. How do you defeat a tank with a Molotov cocktail? And they still yeah. own my country. And that's all I wanted to say is that, you know, the right has to get it through their head. That you can be pro-Palestinian, you can understand that Israel wants their own state, but you have to understand we are not with Hamas. You can have all of that, and they don't seem to get that. I don't know where they're getting their news from, but it's like they're brain dead. Sorry, that was a rant. No, and you know, it's a deserved rant. It's a deserved. I was trying to find you said Rudden wanted me to put something up on the screen and I've been looking for it to see if I can find it. You know, it's, it, it, the scroll is um, huge. It was yesterday. Oh, yesterday. OK, got it. it. Yesterday. 
Okay, but anyway, I can't give it to you right now though. I it's right here. I'll post it right now. All right. Post it for me and I'll put it up just before we leave. But folks, please remember, ask Egberto anything tomorrow is or Zoom. Give us a uh, sign up for the Zoom. It's all free, of course. Go to politicsandright.com slash ask Egberto. And I'm putting it on the whoops. Why didn't that go? I put that there and hit I'll the talk return. To you later. Thank you so kindly, British, for calling in. You kind of gave me a little oh. space here. I appreciate you. Oh, I put it in there several times. Okay. I just went ahead yeah. and put the ask Kigberto anything. <laughs> Thank you, Bridge. Uh, and please. Okay, scroll up. You'll see the link. Okay, I'm going to scroll up right now. Uh, yeah, I see the link. Uh, this is directly from okay. uh, from Michael Rudnan. Talk Thank you, you Bridge. We talk. All right, here we go, folks. Uh, putting it up right now from El Senor Rudnan. Here we go. Proportionate response. You launch one at ours, we launch one at yours. Ours are bigger and precise precision <laughs> guided. And the United States flag, sad, sad, sad. Anyway, folks, um, so let's see. Oh, Robert Davenport, thank you for your super chat. Robert Davenport says, woohoo, way to go, Bridge MCP. Terrorists kill innocent civilians. What do you think the Israel military is doing? Right, exactly. Exactamente. Thank you for your super chat, El Señor. El Señor Robert Davenport. And Haider Said says, Palestinians don't, exi don't exist. Remember, Israel is a land without a people for a people without a land. Uh, man, I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. Folks, please support the program. How can you support the program? Go to politicsandright.com slash support. Politicsandright.com slash support. And that gives you a whole lot of ways in which you can become a part of the Politics Done Right family. We call it, and Bridge is one who named it several years ago. It's called the PDR Posse. The PDR Posse, the Politics Done Right Posse. Please join by going to politicsdoneright.com slash support. Anybody who funds us in any of the many ways you have in that link you are automatically a part of the PDR Posse, whether on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch, or anywhere else. Now, I ask you so kindly to become a paid member of our newsletter. I mean, we put a lot into it. The newsletter goes out every morning at 5 a.m., but also during the weekends, I may write a story or two during the week of important that I'll put on, uh, on the channel. Everybody who become a paid member of our newsletter, have full access to all of my books. I've got five books. Currently, there are two books that are already ripped to the to Substack. I'm going to be ripping the rest of Substack in, in the next several weeks. I mean, I just have a lot to do, just a lot happening at the same time, one person. So please support us however you can. Politicsandright.com slash support is the way you support us, uh, all the different methods of support. Subscribe to the newsletter by going to politicsandright.com slash newsletter folks of all i gotta get out of here it's 403 my name is egberto willies this is politics Unright, and you guys know how i end this baby i am what oh 
we spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.